I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee, Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today, I'm speaking with John Houston, Vice President of Information Security and Privacy at UPMC, and Omar Kawaja, most recently CISO of Highmark Health. Both are members of a newly launched initiative, the Health Third Party Trust, or Health 3PT Council, which includes CISOs and other security leaders from nearly two dozen healthcare sector entities with the stated aim of innovating and standardizing third-party cybersecurity risk management. To start off, John, would you please describe what the Health 3PT Council is and how it came about and why you decided to join? I think it's, it's a consortium of other healthcare providers. And really what we are doing is banding together to try to help address an issue in the industry that we're seeing, which is that the third parties that we all rely upon in order to deliver healthcare services and have our data, we need to make sure that they have appropriate security in place on their platforms. We certainly are concerned that that data remains secure. Uh, Obviously, our patients expect that. Uh, but that the services also remain available. So really what we're trying to do is make sure that those suppliers, uh, those third parties as a whole uh, have appropriate security in place. And Omar, why did you join and what sort of challenges does the healthcare industry face with third-party risk that you don't see being addressed by either other vendors or other groups, for instance? I've experienced uh, personally what I've heard anecdotally through uh, my peer CISOs across the healthcare industry and even beyond, the um, majority of incidents now that are occurring are not first-party incidents where the organization is being attacked and vulnerabilities are being exploited and systems are being uh, disrupted within the four walls of the organization, but rather that there is an attack on the ecosystem of one or more of their third parties that they rely upon to support and power some kind of a crucial business process. And heretofore, a lot of the solutions when it comes to third-party risk have been ones that we've tried to implement within our four walls. But the reality is the third-party risk problem is an ecosystem problem. It is not an individual organization or enterprise problem. And it's really important that we solve an ecosystem problem with an ecosystem solution And that's sort of why John, myself, and a couple dozen other security leaders from healthcare organizations across the country said, can we come together and try to improve our ecosystem so we all get benefit from it versus each of us trying to solve this individually? So how will this work? Is this another vendor per se? Is this sort of an advisory council? How will the group work with the industry? John? It is a, a group that's working together, and what we've, we're working using a framework from High Trust and a certification process from High Trust. What we are doing as a group is going to industry, our third parties, many of which, by the way, Omar and my, I might have the same third parties in question, and saying, listen, if you want to do business with us, if you want to provide us with services, then you need to be High Trust certified. You need to demonstrate to us that you have an appropriate security framework, and it's been a and implemented in a mature fashion. That's really what we're looking to do. And we believe that based upon the participation in this initiative, that we have enough horsepower, we have enough you know, organizations with enough that we can really convince our third parties that they, they need to, to go through and 
become Hytra certified. And ultimately what we're really trying to do is move the market. We're trying to get the, the market as a whole to say, this is a cost of doing business, or this is a cost of entry. If I want to do a business in the healthcare space, providing these types of services, I need to make sure I have this certification. I need to be able to demonstrate that I have appropriate security in place. And, and let me just say this, Marianne, that, you know, I, I like to say that current processes often uh, organizations will go out and they'll provide a survey to a third party and say, fill out our survey. We need to understand your security better. And and those surveys are very inaccurate. Often they're, they're as good as the, the, the third parties who's filling them out. And, and so we often are constrained by not having complete or good information. And so it's often, even when we really try to understand the security posture of a third party, we, we fall short. The processes really are flawed. And what we're really trying to do is, is by doing what we're talking about, is raise, being able to raise as an industry the, the, the level of understanding of these, their security practices, the level of maturity of their security practices. Uh, and so that rather than having a, a low level of confidence based on our current processes, we have a high level of confidence when we're dealing with a vendor that is fully certified that they are who they purport to be and that their security practices are, are mature and, and it's appropriate for the services we're going to receive from them. So Omar, when it comes to vendors falling short, when they come, when it comes to their sort of management of risks and then you know, translated to entities then being affected by things that happen at these vendors, what sort of gaps do you often see with vendors in their security practices that you hope these vendors will feel more pressure to address perhaps that they kind of lack now on doing? Being that we're in healthcare, I'll maybe draw on an analogy from the world of healthcare. It, it turns out that the reason that organizations get breached and things happen and the prevention that uh, would uh, to put in place to prevent those things from happening it's not really that complicated. It's sort of like when I talk to my friends that are physicians, what they say is if every single one of my patients eats healthy, stops drinking and smoking, gets enough exercise and gets enough sleep, the vast majority of their patients will not need to see them. And so on the one hand, you could say being healthy is really, really simple. You just have to do those four or five things. But you know, when I do see that donut, when I do see that soda in the back of the fridge, when I do ask myself, do I go to and have a second or third helping? When I say at night, you know, should I go to sleep or should I watch that extra second or third or fourth episode? Do I go to the gym or do I sleep in? On the one hand, it's really simple doing the right thing, but it's in, it takes an incredible amount of discipline to do the right thing every single time. In the world of cyber and the way that incidents happen, it's because someone clicked on a phishing email. It's because Someone didn't change their password. Uh, someone forgot to enable two-factor authentication. They left data on a system that shouldn't have had production data. They forgot to uh, disconnect a system from, the, uh, from being accessible on the internet. A system did not get uh, patched for a few months because it, was, uh, it wasn't accurately updated in SCCM. And so there's a handful of really, really simple sounding things that need to be done. But in order for an organization to be truly protected, they have to be getting those right every single time for every single system, every single day. And so in large part, the approach that we're taking with Health3PT is to focus laser-like on those few things instead of saying everyone needs to do thousands of things 
And that way, then people aren't doing the basics well. We want to make sure that folks realize that getting the basics right is way more consequential than having a lost, long list of things that one is claiming to do on a questionnaire. With that said, John, you had mentioned earlier that high trust certification is key. Does that mean that the organizations that are part of this council will be requiring that their vendors have high trust certification. And also the description of the group mentions that it will be supported by high trust and that also Coral, a risk management solutions provider, is also one of the entities supporting this group. How does that all fit together? High trust, among other things, is a framework, a security framework. And it combines uh, all the relevant security frameworks that, that people are used to seeing in industry that are, um, that are relevant for healthcare. HITRUST is also a certifying entity. So it can, by example, if I, 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 my organization is HITRUST certified, we go through a process using an independent assessor to assess our security based upon the HITRUST framework. They, in essence, submit their work to the HITRUST organization. And if the maturity of my security program is sufficient, then I become HITRUST certified. And I'm given a score, a maturity score. So I think that it's fair to say that this consortium and myself and Omar's organizations, we like that model because it gives us a high level of, of comfort that when we see a particular score from one third party, we know what that means. Um, and from another organization, if it's high, if they're HYDRA certified, that we get their maturity score from that organization, we know what it means. It's not trying to divine from some other type of assessment or audit uh, how good or how bad a third party security is. So it's a really good measure that is easy to understand, it's predictable, it's consistent, so that when we're looking at a third party and deciding to do business with them, we look at, we can look at their high trust score, their high trust certification and say, okay, they have a mature security program. So it makes it easy and it allows that vendor, that third party to be assessed. It's an ongoing assessment process every two years, but it allows that vendor to be assessed one time and then being able to, to allow many organizations like Omar's and like my own to be able to rely upon it then. So they don't have to go through an assessment every time they, they work with a customer like our, like us. So it's, it's easy on them, though there is effort, and it's predictable for us. So that's really the benefit of, of, of this. And we, I, I have used HITRUST for a long time, and I, I think it's a very credible framework, a, a process, and, and again, very predictable in how it works and the results. So Omar, what should we be watching for in terms of deliverables from this group, things that other CISOs in the healthcare sector can put to use and when? I'd say a lot of it is, um, Marianne, looking at outcomes, seeing the benefits of coming together and having an approach that's uh, ecosystem-wide versus an approach where you may have 100 clients of the same third party sending 100 different questionnaires, completing 100 different audits of that third party. And after you've uh, completed the first questionnaire and the first audit, the marginal value of the next 99 is very, very small. So as we eliminate some of that, um, some of that waste, we should get uh, be able to use that value for uh, for good. You know, we want to be clear that when we do this, we aren't doing this to our third parties and our partners. We're doing this with our third parties and our partners, and it's got to be an approach that the third parties, the vendors themselves, 
see some benefit in and uh, feel like as a result of this, they've got time and money and resources to invest in more security versus in responding to more security audits. And if I might add, Marianne, that my position is that if a vendor comes to me and is third is, is high trust certified for the products that are going to deliver to us, I and, and that's a, a, a current certification, I will rely upon that certification and not ask them to jump through more security hoop. That's my commitment is that willingness to rely upon the certification as, as being a, a you know, underwriter's laboratory or good housekeeping seal of approval. Um, it, it, it's that important that we, we, we do this. And if we can get these third parties as, a, as a, in large measure to move, we can move the industry and then it benefits not just my organization or Omar's organization, but it benefits providers large and small, many of the smaller providers, which don't really have the financial wherewithal to put together a really comprehensive security program. So it benefits them as well and benefits the industry and benefits consumers and patients. So it sounds like it could make things a little bit easier for the vendors as well in terms of if the healthcare organization or healthcare customer, their customer is looking at whether or not, you know, they're high trust certified in the scores, that sort of eliminates them having to fill out all these assessment forms and, and surveys and that sort of thing as well. Absolutely. And any closing thoughts there, Omar? I just go back to, um, you know, there's a lot of waste in the way and duplication in the way that we currently do third-party risk. This is something that is going to benefit healthcare organizations and their customers, uh, patients, neighbors, friends, family members of, of all of ours. So anything we can do to improve the ecosystem to make it uh, safer and secure for care to be delivered in a predictable way is going to be a real win. And how about you, John? Anything else you'd like to mention? Sure. Uh, twofold. Um, the first being, I, I would <clears throat> encourage uh, other providers, other insurers to, to look at high trust in what we are doing as well and get on board because I think the more providers and insurers and the like that are, are pushing our, our vendors, our third parties to become high trust certified, I think the, the more momentum we'll get. And I'd also say to, the, to those third parties that we engage that also look at high trust. It, it seems more daunting than it really is. I can speak for my organization. We are high trust certified. We eat our own dog food. So we're not asking a vendor to do something that we haven't already done ourselves. We find great value in it, not just in terms of being able to say we're certified, but in, you know, to be able to do a, our own sanity check against our own program to make sure that it's, a, it's, it's appropriate, it's mature, and it's functioning as it should. So I think there's a lot of benefit for a lot of people and, and spending a little time to understand those, those benefits of that value proposition, I think is important. Well, thank you very much, Omar and John. I've been speaking to Omar Kawaja and John Houston. I'm Marianne Kolbasek-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for joining us.